Welcome back to Skincare Made Simple, the podcast where we simplify the overly complicated world of skincare and provide you with the tips and tricks to achieve clear, healthy, glowing skin. I'm your host, Ella, and in today's episode, we're going to be diving into the importance of hydration for your skin, no matter your skin type. Before we start, as always, there are lots of links in the show notes where you can find me on all socials to get your daily dose of skincare information, a link to shop my shelf and see all of my esthetician approved acne friendly skincare products sorted out by skin type and skin concern, along with a link there to get my one-on-one consult so that we can work together to clear your skin. And also a link to get your 30 days to healthier skin calendar completely for free. Now let's take a moment to understand why hydration is so crucial for our skin. Your skin is the largest organ in your body and acts as a protective barrier against external factors. So when your skin is properly hydrated, it functions optimally at keeping it soft, supple, and healthy. It's also going to help with anti-aging. It's going to help with acne. When your skin's properly hydrated, when you focus on the overall health of your skin, instead of just exfoliating everything away, your skin is going to work so much better in all the ways we need it to work. Did you know that your skin is actually made up of about 64% water? So like, of course, hydration is important and plays such a vital role. When our skin lacks moisture, it it can become dry and flaky and prone to irritation. That's why it's important to incorporate hydration into our skincare routine to maintain a healthy complexion. So how can you effectively hydrate your skin? Well, the first step is to ensure that you're drinking enough water. Well, the first step is to ensure that you're drinking enough water. Hydration starts from within. So aim to drink at least half your body weight in ounces of water every day. So say you weigh 100 pounds, your goal would be to drink 50 ounces of water. But you also want to make sure that you're adding in an extra 8 ounces of water for every cup of coffee or every alcoholic beverage. So let's say you start your day with a cup of coffee and you end it with a glass of wine and you weigh 100 pounds. That means that you're going to be drinking that 50 ounces of water plus an additional 16 ounces of water, one 18 ounce cup to cover that coffee and one 18 ounce cup to cover that glass of wine. That means that your total for the day would be 66 ounces of water. It's much easier to do than you may think. So just keep it in mind and just have it sort of at the forefront of your mind that you need to be drinking a certain amount of water instead of just being like, oh yeah, I need to make sure that I drink more water. Put an actual number to it so you can keep track of this. Staying hydrated internally will reflect positively on your skin's appearance. Your skin is the last bit of your body to get that hydration. So making sure you're drinking enough is so important. You can also throw in things like liquid IVs or Mio drops to make it taste better. If you're just someone who hates drinking water, adding in some lemon juice in your water will help with so many other things as well. So there are ways to sort of spruce it up, make it more fun, but also get that water in. On that note, you also want to make sure that you are having at least one or two of those glasses of water before your coffee. Okay, start your day with water. Don't start your day with coffee. But drinking water alone isn't enough. Our skin also requires external hydration to lock in that moisture. We talk about the skin's barrier a lot here, and this is why. 
Your skin's barrier layer is the outermost layer of your epidermis and is there to protect you from environmental factors like free radicals or cell disruptors and keep the moisture locked in, preventing dehydration. This is where moisturizers and hydrating skincare products come into play. You want to look for products that contain ingredients like hyaluronic acid, glycerin, and ceramides. These ingredients are known to retract to these ingredients are known to attract and retain moisture, leaving your skin plump and hydrated. A lot of women turn to retinoids when they start to see fine lines, but nine out of ten of them really just need more moisture in their skincare routine for their skin to plump back up. When your skin's dehydrated from a damaged barrier layer, it is far easier to see fine lines and texture. So before you reach for that exfoliant to get rid of those fine lines or anything else, try adding in a little moisture first and give it a week or two and see if that actually helps. And don't forget those before and after pictures. You look at your skin every day. So take those before and after pictures when you're starting something new to see if it'll work and you'll get a much better idea on if you're going in the direction you want to. It's also worth mentioning the importance of a proper cleansing routine when it comes to hydration. Harsh cleansers can strip away the natural oils of our skin, damaging our barrier layer. For this reason, you want to opt for a gentle cleanser that does not contain exfoliants so you won't disrupt your skin's moisture balance. No AHAs, BHAs, scrubs, anything like that in your cleanser. Your cleanser is simply there to cleanse your skin. If you have oily skin with large pores, look for one that contains niacinamide. I love the niacinamide gel cleanser from the brand Naturum. You can get it at Target. It's super affordable and niacinamide helps to balance your oil production while still nurturing your barrier layer. Therefore, it will help to control the oil without drying you out. If you have dry skin, look for one that says milky or creamy cleanser. I really like the La Roche-Posay hydrating creamy cleanser for optimal hydration for those dry skin girlies. Now, overexfoliation is often a culprit of dehydrated sensitive skin. If that sounds like your skin, I would strongly encourage you to go and listen to the last episode all about skin cycling and get yourself on a good skin cycling routine so you can have a healthy dose of exfoliation while improving the barrier at the same time. Now let's address two common misconceptions. First, some people believe that only dry skin needs to focus on hydration. That could not be more untrue. Hydration is essential for all skin types. Yes, even if you have oily and combination skin, it is crucial to provide your skin with the right level of moisture. Now, if you do have oily or combination skin, just look for a lightweight oil-free moisturizer to help you maintain that balance without clogging your pores. Like I said earlier, I've got a bunch of links below. One of them will take you to shop my shelf, which I have a whole section for oily skin products. So these are products that are going to work for oily skin that are not going to clog your pores. So if you don't know where to start with looking for a moisturizer, that's a really good place to go. Second is that oils do not add hydration. Oils provide moisture retention by forming a protective barrier, while humectants like glycerin attract and bind moisture from the environment. If you would like to use a facial oil, it would be applied after your moisturizer, not instead of your moisturizer. You need a moisturizer no matter what your skin type is. If you have really dry skin and you want to lock in that moisturizer, put a facial oil on top of it. Some oils do have hydrating properties, but they are not humectants. 
Humectants draw in that moisture from the environment. Humectants are going to add moisture. Oils are going to lock in the moisture already there. So if you put an oil on without a moisturizer underneath it, you're not locking in the moisture. You need to add the moisture first. In addition to drinking water and using skincare products, there are a few other little tips and tricks that I want you to keep in mind for optimal hydration. Firstly, consider using a humidifier in your bedroom, especially during the winter or if you live in an environment that doesn't have much humidity. I personally live in the Southeast. I don't need a humidifier. However, in the winter, I still like to have one. I found a little one on Amazon. I can link it in the show notes below as well. And I just keep it on my nightstand and it's a little tiny one and it just puts just enough moisture towards my face area. Not so that I feel like I'm sweating or like I'm sitting outside on a hot summer humid day, but just enough so I'm not waking up feeling like my skin is like in that episode of SpongeBob where he goes into Sandy's bubble and he's like, water, I need water. My daughter's six and she just discovered SpongeBob. So we watched that episode the other day and made me dry, made me laugh thinking of my dry skin girlies. <laughs> anyway, a small humidifier on your nightstand will do wonders for you. Secondly, I know you're probably getting tired of hearing me say this and I'm sorry because I'm never going to stop saying this. You need to wear your SPF. Excessive sun exposure, excessive UV rays can damage the skin. It can damage your moisture barrier, leading to dehydration and sensitivities and redness and acne and, of course, skin cancer. Always, always, always wear a broad spectrum SPF, at least an SPF 30, even on cloudy days, even on days that the only time you're going outside is to take your trash out. I don't care. And you also need to reapply it every two hours. This is so important. If you have any skin goals whatsoever, you have to be wearing your SPF. And even if that skin goal is just simply to maintain your already great skin or your that skin goal is to, you know, not get skin cancer, you need to wear your SPF every single day, rain or shine on your whole body. Okay. I understand a lot of us really don't put sunscreen on our bodies unless we're gonna go and spend the day outside. If you're going to sit by the pool, if you're going to the park all day with your kids, if you're going to the beach, whatever. But you really should just have it as a habit to put it on every day. Use it like your lotion. There are so many great ones out there. You don't have to smell like sunscreen to have your body protected. When it comes to reapplying every two hours, I know that that sounds like a lot, but really once you get into the habit of it, it's really not that bad. You can set a timer on your phone. I like to keep one in my car. I use a facial mist throughout the day. So that gives me some extra hydration. I really like the Kate Somerville uh, aerosol one, but then if I don't want to use an aerosol, cause I don't like using aerosols in my car. I also really like the Sunbum facial mist. They work really well as makeup setting sprays. So even if you're wearing makeup, you can still reapply because the sun can still get to you under your makeup. Even if the foundation that you're wearing is a tinted sunscreen, it still is going to wear off its sunscreen abilities in about two hours. And also, if you have a sunscreen in your moisturizer, I do strongly recommend having those as two separate products in your routine because the amount of moisturizer you have to put on in order to get the proper sun protection from a sunscreen combo product is just ridiculous. So 
you are not getting enough sun protection from your tinted SPF. You're not getting enough sun protection from your moisturizer with sunscreen in it. You need to have an entirely separate product. That way you can also use your moisturizer morning and night and then just wear the sunscreen in the morning instead of having two separate moisturizers. And moisturizer is typically more expensive than the sunscreen. So that's how I always, always, always recommend you do it. Have a moisturizer that works for your skin type that you can use morning and night, and then a separate sunscreen that you can use in the morning. If you're not wearing makeup and you want to just reapply your sunscreen, the actual like cream all day, great, bring it with you. That is really the best way to go, but not always the most practical. But please make sure you are wearing that sunscreen, especially this time of year. I mean, come on, it is July. We're about to hit the hottest month of the year. We're going to be outside more. We're going to soak up the last bit of summer that we can get in. So wear that sunscreen. Okay. Last thing I want to touch on is the benefits of incorporating a hydrating face mask into your skincare routine. Face masks, especially those with hydrating properties, can provide intense an intense boost of moisture and nourishment to your skin. Now you're going to work one in on the rest night of your skin cycling routine. I'm assuming that if you're listening to this at this point, you are on some sort of skin cycling routine. If you're not, again, go back and listen to the last episode and get yourself on a good skin cycling routine. And you are going to work in a hydrating face mask on your rest night. You don't have to do it on every single rest night but maybe every other, every two or three rest nights, make sure that you have a hydrating mask. Now this can be something like the Summer Friday Jet Lag Mask. I really like the Polish Choice Radiance Renewal Mask. But if you are a sheet mask girly, I go through phases on if I like a sheet mask or not. I'm currently really in my sheet mask phase at the moment. There are these masks, they're by the brand Marie, and you can find them on Amazon. So these are going to be linked below. I'm loving these masks. They've got marine collagen in them. They have hyaluronic acid and pearl extract, which is great for adding that luminosity to your skin. They come in a pack of six. And bonus points for sustainability, they're made with bamboo fibers. That is my biggest complaint with sheet masks is that I just feel like they're so wasteful. This is made with bamboo that is biodegradable. So I do really like these This podcast is not sponsored, but they did reach out and send these to me. Um, And I am an Amazon affiliate. So, I mean, the link below, like there is a little bit of a kickback for it, but I'm loving these. And I've been like giving them out left and right because everybody in my life has to try them. So highly, highly recommend those. They feel so good and they're pretty. My daughter always compliments when I have them on. So highly recommend those and just incorporating some sort of sheet mask or some sort of hydrating face mask into your rest nights at least every other week or so, so that you get that extra boost of hydration. Now that is going to wrap up today's episode on the importance of hydrating your skin. Now, please remember hydration is the key to maintaining a healthy radiant complexion. If your skin is feeling dry, if your skin is looking flaky, you cannot exfoliate that away. You have to hydrate it away. So make sure you're drinking plenty of water, choosing hydrating skincare products, and taking a few extra steps to keep your skin moisturized. Your skin will thank you.
And I thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Skincare Made Simple. If you ever have any questions or suggestions for future episodes, anything like that, please feel free, free to reach out to me. All of my socials, again, are linked below. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean a lot to me if you would share it with a friend or maybe leave a review or, you know, whatever your heart fancies. But until next time, take care of yourself, take care of your skin, stay hydrated, and reapply your SPF.